February is Heart Health Month. There's no better time to focus on heart-healthy habits like eating more dark chocolate, groundbreaking results from Harvard's massive Cosmos study on cocoa flavanols show a 39% reduction in the risk of cardiovascular death among participants consuming cocoa flavanols daily. I search high and low for cocoa products that deliver meaningful amounts of healthful flavanols with great flavor and minimal sugar. I'm thrilled to have found Flava Naturals. Flavor Naturals Performance Dark Chocolate Bars and Cocoa Powder deliver five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate. Their secret is sourcing premium, high flavanol cocoa beans and processing them naturally. The result is decadent dark chocolate with the flavanol levels needed to help improve your blood pressure and cholesterol levels, possibly reduce your chance of heart attack and stroke. I use it every day. To order, just go to flavanaturals.com. That's flavanaturals.com. There you'll find details on Harvard's Cosmos study and great recipes, too. That's flavanaturals.com. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm Layla Mutin, your host. This is where I weigh in on a weekly basis to bring you health, wellness, nutrition information. And I love getting your emails with questions that you want to hear me answer or weigh in on your topics of interest. You can email me. That's to questions, questions at drhoffman.net, questions at drhoffman.net. That's the same place to email for any questions you'd like to hear Dr. Hoffman and I address on Q&A with Layla, which is also a once-weekly podcast. And if you don't already subscribe to the Intelligent Medicine newsletter, go to drhoffman.com and click on subscribe on the upper right-hand corner. We never sell your email. We will never spam you. That will never happen. And you can unsubscribe it at any time. It's a weekly newsletter. It comes out around Wednesday, maybe sometimes Thursday every week. If you are a subscriber and you haven't been getting it, check your spam folder, your junk folder, and make sure that it's not going there. So how many of you think that you are too sedentary, that you're not moving around enough. You know, sitting is the new smoking, as they were saying, right? We're all sitting too much. It is lifestyle for those of us who are in an office or in a a type of job where we sit a lot, especially in front of a computer, right? We need to remind ourselves to take breaks, Stand up, move around, and you're probably thinking, oh, well, that's not all that helpful. It's not like I'm going to the gym and spending a whole half hour, one hour, or anything like that. Well, get this. You can offset your sedentary lifestyle with what is called active micro breaks. This is active micro breaks, approximately. 60 to 85% of people in the world lead sedentary lifestyles without sufficient physical activity incorporated into their day. 
All right, so don't feel too guilty. You're one of many. In fact, sedentary behaviors are on the rise with the popularization of internet-based services and working hours mostly spent in the seated position. And you know this has gotten worse. Since the lockdowns, people are at home. People aren't even going out shopping anymore, which requires you to get up off your butt, right? Go get dressed, go out, (laughs) take a walk to the store, all of that. So, you know, we are, we're spending too much time in a seated position. And data suggests that the average individual engages in sedentary behaviors for eight to nine hours per day. That's a long time. And the number of hours spent sitting has been positively correlated with the risk for diabetes, cardiovascular disease, poor mental health, and even premature mortality, premature death. Recent research suggests that these active micro breaks, which are defined as two to three minutes of light intensity activity, for every 30 minutes of sedentary work may not only improve cardiovascular health, but also improve mental well-being, alleviate fatigue, and enhance vigor. So we're talking about two to three minutes of light intensity activity for every 30 minutes of sitting. So here's the thing, what you could do is every 30 minutes you could set your watch or look at the clock or do something like that and then decide, you know, if you're in an office or even in your home, you could go walk up and down the basement stairs or the second story stairs or walk up and down your stairwell a couple of flights if you're in an office building. So ultimately, this break should be more stimulating and dynamic than simply standing up and stretching. Stretching is great. It's good for your circulation. And hey, maybe when you're done with that walk around the block or walking up and down a few flights of stairs for two to three minutes, you can stretch. This is good. Some of you even have desks that can be adjustable so that you're not always in a seated position, that you could be in a standing position working at your desk. That's great, because while you're standing, you could be marching in place. You could be marching in place, all of that. You might even strike a a pose, a yoga pose, maybe chair pose, which is actually kind of a difficult pose to hold for a long period of time, chair pose. It's, It's pretty good. You'll be breathing. So you wanna consider incorporating mindful movement into your everyday routine. You could do things like squats. You could even do seat leg extensions. You could do static lunges. You could do standing bicep curls, just to name a few things. So these small physical activity sessions of about five to 20 repetitions or holds and stretches for one to two minutes. These can be integrated 
into the workday in hourly in increments. Do you remember isometric exercises where you're holding that position of tensing up your muscle, whichever muscles that may be? This can be helpful too. Strengthening pro programs using dumbbells, elastic bands, kettlebells, and anti-gravity exercises can be broken into micro-break activities lasting about two minutes. And many smartphone and desktop applications available on the market allow patients to set reminders to move during the day. So you may want to take a look at that. It can be beneficial. Now, delving into the medical research, a 2022 systematic review suggests that active microbreaks may lead to improvement in the physical, mental, and metabolic functions of the human body without posing detrimental effects to employee activity. This is important. Active microbreaks may have the potential to decrease musculoskeletal discomfort, improve cardiometabolic markers, and help provide relief from fatigue and stress experienced throughout the workday. I mean, think about this. These micro breaks are a great idea because think about sometimes you feel like, oh, I'm too tired to work out. I don't feel like exercising today. But after you've done so, you actually feel more energized. You don't feel so tired anymore. Think about getting a little boost like that throughout the day, these micro breaks. Now, one study in the systematic review which focused on walking as the intervention of choice for the active microbreak, used parameters in which the walk was of a light intensity for a period of about three minutes. Guess what? Just taking a light intensity walk, they found that there was a significant decrease in reported mental fatigue levels compared to the control group in which the participants remained seated unless they were using the bathroom. In another randomized control trial, it was also found that incorporating movement alongside sedentary behaviors can be beneficial to the mental health of office workers, as there was a reduction in stress levels subsequent to frequent active micro breaks throughout the day compared to those who worked as normal and did not engage in active micro breaks. And these movements consisted of 65 different choices such as chair squats, stair climbs, and walking, just to name a few. So another interesting study included in the review, reported that while blood pressure, total cholesterol, HDL, and triglyceride levels did not significantly change with an active microbreak intervention, defined as light activity, 
blood glucose, hemoglobin A1C levels did show a significant improvement. Interestingly, breaking up sitting with standing alone did not show an improvement in the blood sugar levels. Now, you know that exercise is almost like taking metformin to a diabetic. And as your blood sugars are creeping up due to sedentary behavior, you can fix that. Now, of course, you want to be eating right, right? You don't want to eat a lot of sugars, refined carbohydrates. You don't want to eat junk food. That will still increase your blood glucose, your A1C, your hemoglobin A1C, which is a blood test which shows your average blood sugar levels over a three-month period. You want that to be optimally at least around five. You don't want it to be 5.6 because once you enter 5.7, that's called prediabetes. So taking these micro breaks did show a significant improvement. So that can help you out. If you're already on a good diet, but you find that you're too sedentary, which many people are, 60 to 85% across the world. Think about that. Around the world. Taking micro breaks may be just the prescription. And you know, exercise is a prescription. And it is like taking a glucophage and metformin. It helps make your cells more sensitive to insulin, thereby doing its job properly in transferring that blood glucose to your cells and muscles for energy being used up, not hanging around in your circulation, causing high blood sugar, not causing, uh, not, uh, <clears throat> not causing other issues as well. You don't want that excess glucose in your circulation and any other, it, it will be stored as fat. If we're not burning it up, that excess glucose, once some of it has been stored as glycogen in your skeletal muscle, the rest is stored as fat. In fact, I have heard that the storage of glycogen has been called phase one of fat storage. So even when you go to exercise, you're using up your glycogen first before you go into the burning of fat. Keep that in mind. This is interesting. Now, another 2022 systematic review and meta-analysis which was published in the journal PL Plus One, PLOS One, examined 22 studies from the past 30 years and determined short breaks improved worker well being. Active micro breaks, characterized here as 10 minutes or less, included walking, which the researchers found to be associated with decreased fatigue and an increase in positive emotions. I mean, think about this. It's also great for your lymphatic system, for lymphatic drainage, moving all of that around. We can't be sitting around and getting sludgy with all this. We need movement. Our bodies are meant to move. Research into the health effects 
of microbreaks continues to expand, altering one's sedentary lifestyle with physical activity, it, this comes at a very low risk. Get up and move around. Many of these methods are showing promising results in maintaining a healthy heart and a healthy mind. Microbreaks can look different for everyone, but in general, the best breaks are the ones that you enjoy. Go out, take a walk around the block, get some sun on your face. So the functional medicine model, integrative and functional medicine, emphasizes the importance of helping people identify what types of physical activity they enjoy the most to create sustainability. And to be truly effective, an exercise prescription must not only help you develop an exercise routine, but to help you replace a certain amount of sedentary time each day. This is important to do. So think about over the course of your day, when would be the most opportune times? Hey, maybe you can't do every 30 minutes, every hour. It could feel a little, maybe it could even feel a little OCD, but at least plan Start with two breaks a day, not including your lunch break. And, and your lunch break, you should be out walking around after your meal. Call it recess. Remember recess in school, in grammar school when we were kids? What was interesting is recess used to happen and then would happen after lunch. I remember a professor of mine in my undergrad nutrition at Hunter College, he said, they should do recess before lunch. Let the kids go out, run around, spend their pent-up energy, and then they can come back in, eat their lunch, and re-energize. But I remember recess was always the other way around. It was, it was lunch first and then recess, go out and play. I guess they figured kind of work off some of those calories maybe. That, that's something. So think about your day. Think about your day in the office. And for those of you who are telecommuting or working from home, you have the advantage of stepping away from your computer, whether it's in your home office, your dining room, wherever you are perched. You can get up, go outside, walk around the block, walk up and down a few flights of steps. If you're in the office, these are things you can readily do. You can even stand up, do some squats. Listen, I tell, especially my patients and clients who really abhor exercise, <laughs> as much as I try to get them to change their mind, I tell them, okay, here are some functional exercises you could do, and you only need to do them three days a week, optimally, like on a Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or a Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, because you need a day off in between. These are primarily strength training exercises. And these are the exercises as follows. Deep knee bends, squats, do them to fatigue. Then get on the floor and do push-ups, do them to fatigue. Get up and do lunges, alternating your legs with those lunges. And then get back on the floor and do a plank position 
Try to hold that plank position. That's the top of a push-up. And if you're really strong, get onto your forearms holding that plank position. Try to hold it for 30 seconds. Then rest and do it two more times, resting in between. These are very, very functional exercises that you could do at home, in the privacy of your home. You don't need sneakers to do any of this. You don't need a cute gym outfit. You don't need anything. You don't even need a gym membership. There is no money to be spent here. To get up in the morning, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, however this works in your life. And if you're not a morning person, do it at the end of your day. Do it then. So get up in the morning, do your deep knee bends. You don't have to do it in any particular order. These functional exercises. Do what works best for you. Do the plank, do the push-ups, do the squats, do you do the do the lunges. Do all of these exercises because these particular exercises, you are working your major muscle groups. Where if you were going to a gym, you would have to get on several, several of those Nautilus machines. You'd have to get on several of those to take care of all the muscle groups that you would in a push-up. That push-up is taking care of your triceps, your biceps, your lats, your pecs, all of that. The plank is taking care of your core. The deep knee bends, the lunges are taking care of your glutes, your hamstrings, your, 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 your quadriceps, all of it. All, all good for you. Do these functional exercises. I want to thank you for joining me on another edition of Layla Ways In. This is Intelligent Medicine. This is Layla Mutin. RD. I see patients regularly along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. 1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your healthcare.